0: Hey everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Above the Fold, powered by Brafton. As always, you got Jeff Baker, the data guru, Francis Ma, the creative shark, and we're here to talk about three different topics, um, which we'll describe as such: one, do you even Facebook, bro? Non-traditional and porn. And I like how I'm saying <laughs> "and porn" as in like a much more serious tone, like "and." I was, porn. you know, I was
1: really trying to let um, you get your intro I'm in, fr- but Jesus, that just ruined me. Something fierce. <laughs> It was just that subtle interjection, Um, you know, non-traditional and porn. Yeah. (laughs) As if if it were like expected to roll off your tongue after that sequence of things that you just listed.
0: Oh, well, it's I mean, it's it's porn. You can't you can't not say that word and not have any kind of like, you know, pithy remark anyway. Um, Thank you to our loyal listeners, as always. Um, um, If you guys have listened to all uh, previous eight episodes, you know that we do change things up from time to time. One of our go-tos has been the 20-second download. Um, Typically, we have a 20-second download right before each topic. We're actually going to not do that this time, and I'm only, in the future, maybe only do the 20-second download when it makes sense. Um, Jeff and I were talking about this earlier and made the point that we should only do it when we want five minutes to talk about something, but we're only giving that person 20 seconds. Um, interestingly enough, we have a moment like that right now. Jeff, a couple hours ago, just finished a webinar, basically talking about how to rank on page one through content. Um, that webinar will be uh, featured in, on breath.com in the future, just going it's in editing right now. Um, but to give you all a preview, we are gonna now give Jeff 20 seconds to talk about that webinar and how it went.
1: Which took me 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> it took, yeah, the whole webinar took what? It took like 20, 40 minutes, is that uh, yeah, what it was? Yeah,
1: sure, I can, I'll condense that <laughs> bad boy down, that's fine.
0: Okay, here we go, you're right. <laughs> 20 seconds on the webinar that took you about 45 to 60 minutes, Jeff Baker, go.
1: We did a study on content quality, something that Google came out a few years ago and said, "This is we need content quality to rank you. And we did a study on what that is and how to achieve what Google would consider quality. And we put together a process and a strategy for doing that. And it works. And that's what I shared in this podcast.
0: (laughs) Ends. It ends right there. That's 20 seconds. It pretty much ended with you said, and it works. (laughs) And it works. It's best I can distill Um,
1: down in 20 seconds. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it is still kind of fresh. So I've got that going for me, but. Yeah,
0: that's- yeah, let's go into topic one, and um, and let's jump right in. This does feel weird not doing the 20-second download right before. I think I was used to that, so this is going to be a strange experience. Um, but um, you know what? We're we're, uh, we're trailblazers here. We're going to be explorers, and we're going to see how this No foreplay, this man. Let's
1: jump right into the bedroom.
0: <laughs> so Jeff found an article that... Um, because Jeff likes to read from time to time. This was featured on Medium. And basically, um, and I'm just gonna read the title here, 2018 is the end of social media as we know it. Basically, social media is on its uh, on its deathbed, and it's gonna go away. Um, Jeff, I'm gonna assume you read this. Um, what was your take? Um, what is going on with social media? Why is it dying?
1: I mean, it doesn't really surprise me, and it probably shouldn't surprise any of you. Um, a report came out back in February that for the first time, Facebook lost users. Then everyone f- flipped out and said, oh, my God, what's going on? But think about it. It makes sense. Look at the products that are available on the market now. You've got Snapchat, uh, WeChat. Um, what other ones? Um, in- Instagram, obviously. Instagram, and, uh, Twitter. Twitter, um, Wh- well, WhatsApp. Yeah. You've got so many different means of communication, means of communications with lots of different people, and you can share uh, every type of media possible with them. So the barrier to entry for Facebook, like if you were to compare them to um, you know, the major, the biggest market cap companies out there, Amazon, Google, Apple, the barrier to entry to get into Facebook is so much lower. There's just so many other apps out there that can do the same exact thing. And I think people are realizing that. And to compound that, younger generations aren't using Facebook anymore. Like it's not cool. This was Francis, this was like our generation. This was the cool thing to do after MySpace, right?
0: Yeah. And let you know what? Let's pour one out for MySpace. Oh, yeah. One for Tom. Bit, man. I'm like pouring out on the ground. One for Tom. He he gave us this world. Tom, you beautiful <laughs> man and you're weird, creepy smile on that faded picture. I can still see it in my mind. You brought us social media and I guess even friendster before you, but, um, thanks. And thanks a lot. Hey man, all credit otherwise. where
1: credit's due. He's um, wearing that creepy smile on a beach in a bungalow <laughs> somewhere tropical at this point. He's fine.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait for, for someone to be like, my space. What's, what's, uh, what's that thing? You know what? My space is still around. I actually logged into my account a couple months ago for, uh, for fun. And, um, Wildly different, mainly on music promotion. Um, hardly, uh, hardly Dude, usable. What was be your, honest, there. What was your autoplay um, song? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have one. I that's don't even think I put one on. Um, <laughs> I, I, if I had the password now, I would log in <laughs> immediately. But I, I honestly don't think I ever had an autoplay song on there. Uh, that's a lie. Okay. Going back to the point of the younger generation, um, you're right. They're they're leaving you know, they are not even on Facebook at all. Um, and you can, and I think that kind of signs it for Facebook. Basically there's a point where Facebook will end. If nothing changes, if they don't pivot, you know, they will not have any more users. There's no more new users. Um, the users they currently have will either leave or not engage anymore. Um, I'll be honest, I'm one of them. I have a Facebook account. I at this point really only use it to post pictures of the kids or some sort of
1: oh, yeah. family love thing. Of I run Rayleigh on That's there. Like
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, great. I, know. Kid I get picture. it. I'm nice. part of the
0: problem. Understood. 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 Um but my kids are cute. Yeah, damn it. Every so kid's i parents' kids are cute. Um I know. <laughs> I know friends, <laughs> but that's the point. Like, there's there's a there's an area where like it's just not gonna be no one's not re- no one's really gonna be using Facebook anymore. Funny enough, I actually see Facebook being used more for like groups. Um, I know that um, for us, where we live, there's a couple local groups. There's a, there's one called Buy Nothing where people essentially just say, "Hey, I have this thing in my basement. I don't want it anymore. It's still new. Does anybody want it?" And someone will raise their hand. They put it out on their porch, and mm-hmm. someone picks it up. Um, there's a babysitting group that my wife and I are a part of obviously for obvious reasons, just to kind of find new babysitters when, when we need. Um, and even at our school, the local school that the, my daughters go to, um, has a Facebook page. And that seems to be the more, um, the, the place where a lot of parents interact with each other. So maybe that's part of the future.
1: I, I can see why you're on there. Yeah. I can see why you're still hanging around, but I, but I'd say it's probably just due to lack of better option. I mean, this is not sophisticated tech we're talking about here. The second something comes along, that's an easier way to keep in touch with your groups, uh, your PTA and um, I don't know, whatever things mm-hmm. you do outside of work, I'm sure are very cool. Whenever something like that comes up, it's easier to use on Facebook. You're going to jump, <laughs>
0: right? You're gone. Let's 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 talk about what would be easier. What is the future, man? Is it is it like the holodeck from Star Trek? Is am I going to go into some place and I'll be like, oh, I'm at the PTA meeting. Oh no, I'm drinking a beer with Jeff, but it's fake Jeff and not real Jeff, and he, you know, is still annoying. But whatever, it's as close to Jeff as I will get right now. Um, what is that going to be? What is what makes Facebook easier that people will then suddenly embrace again?
1: I honestly don't know because if you use, um, I keep forgetting the name of that app, uh, WhatsApp. You can build your groups. You can custom build these groups. You can name them. You can have permanent members. You can put an icon on it even. And you can have all the same conversations that you're having on Facebook with everybody. And you can share media. And you can do just about everything you need to do. So I I think Facebook is just force of habit for people that haven't adopted um, new stuff. And yeah, I'll throw a metric at you. you. You mentioned kids aren't adopting. Um, And our audience appreciates hard numbers. I know you can't wrap your head around them, so I'll throw it to our audience. It's 51% of U.S. individuals, 13 to 17, say they use Facebook, uh, which has dropped from 71% just in 2015. So 2015 to 2018, they lost 71 to 51%. And it's kind of like yeah, it's wow. kind of like the cigarette companies. They're not going to survive unless they replenish their ranks. You know, they need young people to mm. fill in for the people that are dropping off down the road. So, yeah, it's it seems like it seems like an inevitability at this point. And not to mention, they're getting hung up on all these uh, scandals in terms of data privacy and everything.
0: Privacy and data. Yeah, yeah, that can't be helpful. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up. Twenty fifteen to now. I mean, you can make you can. Correlate that with the news and make a graph and kind of show that as those topics started, you know, increasing, I have to imagine it precipitated the uh, exit of a lot of users or not like people who didn't even bother with Facebook and said, well, I'm not going there. um, It probably helped or, you know, affected them uh, negatively um, uh, because of of those issues. Um, I don't know what would make Facebook either. You have a good point about um, it's WhatsApp, right? That's that. I mean, isn't. This is my ignorance coming out, but isn't that the one that can only really be used in China or is that something else? I know there's one that you can literally do everything. You can pay. You can you, you can check your schedule. You can check your email. Uh, my dad was in China. He was explaining this to me that everyone just uses this one app for literally uh, is everything. It, no, is it that or am I thinking else? about there's,
1: something else? I know they sell the Huawei phones over there. WeChat.
0: I think I'm calling yeah, talking we, about WeChat. WeChat might be it. That's what I'm thinking. I think I'm talking about WeChat. That might be the future. Funny enough, coming out of China, that might be the thing because then it turns into yeah. your everything. You know, it's your Venmo. It's your it's your messenger. It's your text message. It's your instant message. It's the way you pay bills. You hail a cab or or a car or a horse, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, I feel like that might be it. So that way your phone doesn't have a bunch of apps for that. It has that one. And it's already it's already been done in China, and apparently it's it's. I and mean, again, yeah, this huge. is
1: not sophisticated tech for these people. These most of these platforms already exist, and it's just a matter of combining them together in one app.
0: So I wonder what's stopping it, or what's why don't we have it? Might be the same reason we don't have the holodeck from Star Trek, because uh, if we did, we would never leave.
1: <laughs> not a Star Trek fan. I'm not surprised to hear that you are. Yeah.
0: Apparently apparently not do you even know what the holodeck is when i I make that reference
1: no i i have i have i have hobbies and i drink beer (laughs) date people you
0: know i have a a girlfriend you just alienated half our audience they're gone now um let me explain the holodeck was you walk into a i can't even i don't even want to explain it to you but i will you walk into a room and it's basically like virtual reality without the headset And you're interacting with people, and it's real, or it feels as real as possible. But it's basically a hallucination or a hologram. It's
1: like Ready Player One.
0: Yeah, but again, without the headset, Uh, you don't put a headset on. You just walk into this room, and it's a holodeck. Um, I'll find there's an article talking about the holodeck, saying that if it was ever real, no one would ever leave the holodeck, much like Ready Player One. I can't wait.
1: Um, I'll, I'll I'll definitely uh, read that. Yeah, apparently. No.
0: Yeah, I no, you won't. No, you I will not. <laughs> let's um, let's move on to topic two. <laughs> topic two. I'm not gonna lie. Um, is is not gonna be. Um, hopefully, I don't know. Probably not a long one that we that we focus on. But um, it's something that inter- it's something interesting you found. It's under the non traditional topic descriptor that we talked about, and um, it's something called the subscribers app. And um, Jeff, you essentially found this as a way to build traffic in non-traditional ways. We always have a lot to say about traffic on this show, um, but let's first focus on what this is. So it's it's the Subscriber's App. Uh, take us through this thing. What is this thing? Why do we? Why do I care about it?
1: Subscriber's App is a free tool that you can install on your website. And what it'll do is when you go to that website that has this Subscriber's App installed on it, you may have actually seen this. There's a little notification that'll come up in your browser that'll say um, such and such website would like to send you notifications. And you can click either allow or block. And most people just kind of, ask eh, whatever, allow. Don't, don't really think about it. Because it actually looks like a notification coming from your computer as opposed to a pop-up that would be coming from the website. So you're always distrustful of pop-ups coming from the website. But mm-hmm. when you see a notification that looks like it was meant to be in your computer, you're generally a little bit more lax about things. So when you do click allow on that, um, it basically allows uh, you to send push content to these people that subscribe. And let me explain. You can push any type of content. Yeah, Generally, you're gonna attach a link, of course. Um, You're gonna attach an image to whatever it is that you're sending and a brief description. And that'll pop up as like a normal notification. Anybody that has a Mac knows that when you have a meeting coming up, a little notification will come up in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. Same exact thing, except it's a notification from the company that you subscribe to or the website you subscribe to. So this list builds really, really quick. That's the beauty of it. Like we've installed it maybe, I don't know, a month and a half ago, and we have probably about 2,000 subscribers or so.
0: A month and a half and 2,000 subscribers. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, that's it's all going to be based on the total number of traffic you get on right, your website. Right. A pretty high traffic website. You got to temper your expectations if you're a smaller traffic website. However, it's a lot of people, and your click-through rates are pretty good. I mean, it's, it's in the neighborhood of you know, about 5%, hmm. sometimes upwards of 10%. And it'll send an additional, you know, 50, 60, 70 people to an article per day. That's only growing. So that's 50, 60, 70 now with only 2,000 subscribers. And, you know, by the end of the year, perhaps that could be an extra 100 per day, maybe 200 per day. And if you really factor in the exponential factor here, you'll find out that you will realize that your conversion rates will eventually go up. Like people will more loyalty you have the more visitors you have, the more likely they're gonna to subscribe to your newsletter and possibly download one of your eBooks or something like that. I wanted to share it because it's a pretty cool tool because it's it's not easy to generate free traffic, right? You have to, you have to do organic search strategies. You have to do email marketing, which is really, really thought out. And you have to be very careful with it because you can screw everything up. Like I've screwed <laughs> things up with typos and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, this is just like super low pressure, free traffic, basically.
0: And I I, I can understand the allure because, first of all, it's not, it's not random people. It's almost as if it's the people that would have visited you anyway. But at the moment, they're being a little passive in the sense of like, well, I'm not going to immediately go to your website. I'm still doing other stuff or whatever. And this thing pops up. It says, hey, by the way, there's a new post or there's new whatever. And it's it's almost as if like it's a very pass it's a way to kind of get these passive people oh right I like that website I'm gonna go there now, um, it makes sense because if they get there then they see the latest thing and it, as you said it's a good way to kind of open them up and get them to even subscribe more get on the newsletter and so on. Um, I find that interesting. I also find find it interesting that we we talk a lot about traffic. You know, we've said before that when a client says I my marketing goal is more traffic, you know, deep down inside, you and I are laughing because, well, that's a great number, but what are you trying to do with that traffic? So my first question is, I mean, does, how does this, I mean, does this help? Is this good traffic kind of going into this uh, onto your site? Is it bad traffic? I mean, how does this kind of fit in to our our ongoing conversation about traffic?
1: It's going to be a mixed bag, man. I mean, you're going to get people that already are familiar with you. Yeah. That's the real positive here. It's that they are people that have already been to your site. Obviously, they had to have been to your site to subscribe. Um, The negative part is you have no idea what they're going to do or Mm -hmm. how interested they are in your content. So these could be people that range from uh, folks that landed on your conversion landing pages and may have some sort of buyer intent all the way to people that just landed on an informational style blog and they Mm -hmm. have zero interest in buying something. So you're going to get it all. You're capturing everything. But I mean, what can you ask? That's as much as you can ask for, for something that's completely free. Free That's nah,
0: true. You know? It's true. It's just, it's opening the door a little wider and gets people in there. But it, you know, it, you get what you pay for. You're not paying anything for this. Could be a massive bump in your traffic. Might not be at all. Um, again, it goes all the way back to marketing goals. You know, traffic is great, but what do you want that traffic to do? How do you want to engage that traffic? Ideally, the potential, you know, the, the prospect, that you could have, um, all of that's going to matter. So always fun to talk about traffic. Um, why don't we let your brain reset and go to number three? Third topic, Jeff Baker. Um, a lot of data here. <laughs> the topic description is porn, which, <laughs> again, we can't say without like some sort of, laugh or whatever but all um, in all, in all this seriousness this <laughs> is mainly about streaming video and I think the 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 stat that you gave me is um, and correct me if I'm wrong but 82 percent of all internet traffic will be um, online video streaming online video by the year 2020 and your point is that the idea that Streaming video—the fact that it is increasing exponentially year after year after year—is a is a way that a lot of um, a lot of marketers, a lot of companies have said this is why video is so important. Is so important, you know. Everyone is on video. Imagine all those people. The eighty-two percent of the internet traffic is 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 watching video. Um, however, you found, as always, a study, survey, whatever the hell this is. Um, showing kind of what sites people are going to. And to be clear, this is off of a browser. This isn't like you can stream video on your iPad, on your PS4, on your Apple TV, whatever it may be. That's not what this data is talking about. This data is talking about you going on the computer, opening up your browser and saying, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream some video right now. Um, and this is what you found, correct?
1: Yes, so to be clear, I have zero problems with this 82% statistic. Mm-hmm. It's been reported widely. We've been seeing it for years. By 2020, 82% of all traffics on the way on the web is going to be streaming video. Okay, I, I believe that. That sounds about right. Like that that completely checks all the rational boxes that I have in my head mm-hmm. uh, for that. The problem that I have is that the articles always report it in the context of marketing opportunities. Like they always show up in Uh, content marketing reports. Hey, guess what? So much is moving to video (laughs) and everybody. It's just really, really poor analysis is what it is, because they're giving people the impression that people are just dying to watch explainer videos all day long. Like you need to create testimonials until midnight tonight and get them up on the site the next day (laughs) Because everybody wants to, 82% of people are going to be watching them. Okay. Now, let me, let me back up. Let's actually, you can't just take numbers at face value. All right. There's other stuff going on here. Let's take a look at the, if you, and this is not a special report that you refer to. This is just, if you look up the top 50 websites uh, in terms of traffic, you'll find out how they rank in terms of overall traffic. Um, and you'll see the average time spent on the site. Just these are rough estimates. If you look at the top ten, we've got one, two, three. Three of them are pornography websites. None of them are B two B websites. Okay. <laughs> uh, number twelve. Wait, did is you confirm? Instagram.
0: First of all, did you confirm the quote unquote pornography websites are not B two B websites? Did you confirm that?
1: I cannot confirm that. No, well,
0: sorry. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, now I don't know if I take this seriously anymore, if you haven't actually confirmed anything. You haven't confirmed anything. You've just found something okay. with words and numbers, and now it's just shouting at the sky, basically. That's what you're doing.
1: <laughs> so um, let me continue to shout at the sky then. All right, so we've got, um, if we really want to talk about streaming and um know, where the data is going, where is the data going? Mm -hmm. We've got four pornography websites that have average visit durations of 14 and a half minutes, 11 minutes, 10 plus and 940. (laughs) Coming in way below all of those at number 26 most visited website is Netflix. (laughs) Okay, So which is important in noting because uh, that's another misleading thing. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to jump from the porn discussion, which obviously is taking at that traffic number at that time on site, an extreme amount of bandwidth in comparison to other websites. Extreme amount. Another misleading fact is that these numbers include over the top (laughs) devices. So we're talking like uh, your Roku and your uh, Apple TV. What's the other one? Fire Stick, all that kind of stuff. Those are streaming data through the internet. So those are also a massive amount of data that's represented in this study that keeps getting reported as though this is some big market opportunity, which it clearly isn't. Yeah, people are consuming more video, but can you tell me how many people are consuming more B2B explainer videos? Like how many people are, uh, you know, chomping at the bit for another whiteboard video? I, I need that question answered for me.
0: <laughs> you know the answer you absolutely know the answer it's it's probably too many right um but the, but um you have a good point like there's a lot of there's a misleading factor here yes people are watching more video you know I mean even just ahead of this recording you and I were watching a, a, a trailer you know about something we might talk about in the future but the um but what does that mean does that actually mean it's po- it's a positive thing for marketers is this something that, People who are being marketed to actually want to watch. Do I watch a lot of marketing videos on my spare time um, when I'm not researching for work or trying to stay up, um, stay up to speed on on what's what's going on? No, you know. But I will say, if I can, if I can kind of take the other argument, the fact that more people are watching videos that are, are streaming videos online does hearken to the point that there is an opportunity to reach audiences now because they watch video, provided that that video is creatively crafted, if it kind of even parodies some of those videos that people are watching on an ongoing basis, if it speaks to that audience in a language or a visual language that they understand. Um, I recently pitched something, um, an idea to a client about using um, a way to kind of, it was a B2C client, a way to kind of get their message out there and use a trailer, you know, make a funny trailer. It's got, they, obviously they're not putting out a movie, anything like that, but to craft it as a trailer. Um, because I think my, my theory is that a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of people do watch trailers online. It's a visual language they understand. And if we use that, if we use that visual language in a creative way, um, you know, to get a message out, to position a certain company, to make sure that they understand about a B2B service or product, um, it could be a way to engage the growing number of people online that are watching videos.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to argue with the value of video here at all. I, I mean, really, that's that's not the argument that I'm making. I'm just making an argument in how these things are being reported in context. And I think they're being reported completely out of context
0: because they keep focusing on the marketing angle, like the 82% of people yeah. are just watching. I, yeah, I, I see I see what you're saying. And um, it's un, it yeah. is unfortunate. I do think there could be a kernel of, I mean, it's not 82%, but I do think it's rising. I think people are watching, I think they are watching more marketing videos, maybe not to that degree. Um, and maybe the reporting of it should be, you know, pulled back a little bit. I do think there is getting to, it is growing. It is increasing. More people are going to be watching these marketing videos. Um, but you're right. Saying it's 82%, likely, uh, likely not uh, not as accurate as it could be.
1: That's a, yeah. All right. Do we, do we want to sum it up with a, a bigger bang than that? I feel like this was a big, you
0: know? <laughs> Does it need a bigger bang? Does it need a more? Um...
1: Crescendo. There's, the crescendo <laughs> was lackluster at best.
0: You know you're right. We didn't have a bigger bed; just kind of whimpered out. We uh, we started off strong. Uh, we we explored a little bit, but in the end, we just kind of like just passed out right on the bed and fell <laughs> fell off the side, um, hitting the lamp. It's a long night in McCallum. <laughs> this isn't about anything specific at all. No, not not one bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that'll wrap it up for Above the Fold, episode nine. Um, Exciting that, you know, fingers crossed, we'll hit the double digits uh, next week with the episode 10 recording. And maybe, maybe have a guest uh, uh, to be able to kind of uh, play around with on this podcast. Maybe not. Depends on how fast we can FedEx something to somebody in Chicago. But uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, as always, uh, uh, hit us up on um, uh, above the fold at Brafton.com. If you have any uh, ideas, compliments, issues, questions, whatever it may be. Um, you can also uh, find us on Twitter. Uh, at BraftonPod is our uh, Twitter handle. Um, it is getting more um, used or utilized I think these days Uh, Jeff is still handling his own Twitter account and um, promoting it that way Uh, Jeff do you want to tell everyone what your Twitter account is again
1: yep Baker Rhythms B-A-K-E-R underscore R-I-T-H-M-S Baker Rhythms
0: I I mean this is something for another show I think I take issue with Baker Rhythms I want to know more about why it's Baker Rhythms but let's not get into it now let's just say I, I have questions you have got many
1: questions about <laughs> it.
0: Many too. questions, oh, some slight concerns.
1: One last question. Okay. Are you having an affair with Alexa? What? What? Just asking. Just Where a question.
0: coming from? No, you're just trying just to pull question. the porn right back into this. That's all you want. No, I'm not having an affair with Alexa. Um, I never oh. have, nor have oh. I thought about such things. How dare you even bring that up? in such a casual i a lot of, of
1: conversations man.
0: I, I feel like that's uh, you're just rage baiting me at this point and shame on you
1: <laughs> we'll save it for next episode you can tell us all about it.
0: and with that we, we end we end episode nine <laughs> thanks everyone bye bye
1: bye